In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Bryce and Ren and Nedsey Classified School Survival Guide. My name is Bryce Henderson. I am one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Uh, today we'll be discussing season one, episode thirteen of uh, Nedsey Classified, which is the season finale of season one. Uh, this episode is titled "Emergency Drills and the Late Bus." And with me, as always, to break down all things Nedsey Classified is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? Bryce, I can't believe we're at the end of the season already. Me neither. It, doesn't yeah. really, it didn't really feel like a season finale. It, it was a better episode than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I, I can see how there are, like, some sprinkles of a finale on top of the script. Yeah. Like, if, if the writers definitely knew that this was going to be the last one for the season, it seems mm-hmm. like. But, you know, it doesn't really have, like, a triumphant, like, end feel to it. It doesn't really... I like. Is this the end of the? It's obviously not the end of the school year. Is this like the end of the semester for them? Like, what's the deal here? Yeah, I think maybe. Well, no, no, because they talk about going to school on Monday. All right. So, um, we're just kind of cutting it off somewhere in the year. Yeah, I feel like it did feel finale esque, though. I I, finale esque, but not like a. I like it. Still could have been like a stray episode. Uh, yes and no. Like, I feel like it did a nice job tying together some of the loose ends from the season. And laying some groundwork for the future. I can think of, like, two instances, and we'll get to them. Okay. I can think of three. Okay. Can you beat that? I can't, because I just said I can only think of two. Is That's a game show, I think, where someone's like, I can name two, and then someone's like, I can name four. It's like, do it. Oh, it's a game, right? A bigger number? It's like, well, no, it's like, uh, like how many, um, how many games starring Mario can you name? And then you, you name a number. Okay. 20. Okay. And I say whether, I, I either say do it, like if I think 20 is a challenging number, or if I think I can name more, I pick the higher number. Okay. And I have to do it. Um... So, I think you can do 20. Okay. So, I'll say 21. And now you have to do 21. Now I have to name 21 Mario games. Alright, go. Okay. Uh, Mario Brothers. Uh-huh. Uh, will we count Donkey Kong? No. Okay. Mario Brothers. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii. New Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Uh, New Super Mario Brothers uh, Wii U Plus Deluxe or whatever. What? That is. <laughs> on the game. Switch. The Switch one. Oh, the Switch one. Okay. The Switch port of the Wii U one. That's okay. five. Um, Mario 64. Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy 2. Super Mario Odyssey. Um, Mario 3D Land. Mario 3D World. Uh, 
uh, Super Mario. Super Mario, right? It's not a game. Super Mario Brothers? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm at 14. Uh, 15 is Super Mario Brothers 2. 16 is Super Mario Brothers 3. And then I'll do Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario Kart, Mario Kart DS, uh, Mario Kart Wii, Mario Kart 8, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And uh, I think I'm there. There is no game just called Mario Kart, so you have to choose something else. Okay. Um, uh, Warrior Land. Shit, All I right. can't do it. Oh, you picked a war. All right. I can't do it. I lost. So what happens now that you lost? You won. So what do I win? Uh, the game. So it's just, it's just like an emotional victory? I mean, that's most games. All right. I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll <laughs> what do you want? What? <laughs> When you win oh, a game, I a game show, you know. No, so yeah, I started with the game show thing. No, I think it's just a game people play. Okay. I've I've may have seen it like played in I don't know in something before on a like TV Hollywood show. Squares. Uh, no, they probably don't play it on Hollywood Squares because that's yeah, yeah they, they have their format. Yeah, they're playing so, Hollywood Squares on that. Yeah, it, it's it'd be like a Family Feud were to play this, like they wouldn't because that's not their thing. That'd be uh, a fools. What'd you say? That would be a fun April Fools. If Family Feud played that game that we just played. Yeah, or just like anything else. Yeah, I would love to be a family that finally gets on Family Feud, <laughs> uh, is ready to play for some cash money and possibly a vehicle, and instead I get told that I'm going to name Mario games and we're playing, uh, quote-unquote, for the emotional award. <laughs> it's yeah. a good game, right? It's yeah, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, April Fools. Um... Ren, w- uh, emergencies is the subject of the first segment of Ned's Declassified tonight. Emergency drills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, have you ever operated a power drill? Yes. Me too. So, um, <laughs> with the different, this episode, with the emergencies, Ren, did you like yep. this? This was good? With the different, this episodes? Uh... I don't like it's funny. I like when Ned's gets cartoony on us. Mm-hmm. And this being the last episode of the season, it felt like the writers were like, "All right, let's let's just get really wacky for it." Yeah. So I do I do like them kind of leaning into the whole emergency drill thing. Like it was a nice way of incorporating all the teachers as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, the the this segment was not my preferred of the episode. It was not your fave. No. No. Um, so I I really liked both segments here. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed this one a lot. This was very, very cartoony. Yeah. Um, between, well, pretty much everything Cookie did in this whole episode, really, was yeah. pretty over the top. Uh, and I thought a ton of fun. I feel like if we gave out MVP awards for episodes, this would be Cookie hands down. Yeah, Both tonight segments. was a nice uh, cookie episode. It was fantastic. Uh, yeah, so we start the episode with Mr. Monroe introducing Emergency Day, and he tells the class that emergencies are going to spring up on everyone all day. Uh, yeah, yeah, trial by fire. Let's uh, let's think of some classic emergencies that everyone goes through in their day. Like every day, or just. Like every single day, every, what like what emergency do you go through on 
an everyday basis? Uh, if you accident like um, like if the bath water gets higher than your head. Yeah, like if you leave the if if you like wake up in the morning and you want to take a bath, but you leave the bathtub running. So when you get back into the bathroom, it's over. It's flooded. So it's the flooded. Water, like slowly rises you up. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of that's an emergency you have to deal with every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, fork in the toaster, like when you when you put mm-hmm. bread in the toaster, but when it mm-hmm. stops cooking, and you gotta jam the fork in there to get the bread out, and you get electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's another good one. Mm-hmm. I uh, burned my hand getting a pop tart out of a toaster. When? Well, I'd, like when I was a child, I have a mark on my uh, right wrist, left wrist. I don't know if it's still there actually. The tart mark. <laughs> yeah, the tart mark. <laughs> <laughs> when I was three years old, I put a piece of plastic over my thumb and then pressed my thumb against a hot iron because I thought the plastic would guard it. Because you thought the plastic would guard it? Would guard Did... the heat. Would no. Would the heat. Yeah, plastic. I got a sensation up my entire arm just <laughs> retelling that. Yeah, red plastic's not going to do that. I was three. I didn't know. That's how I uh, learned. Ouch. That's how I learned. Yeah, hot surfaces are pretty bad. They're rough. Um, so you that would be an emergency if you go to grab like a hot cookie tray, but you use a plastic oven mitt instead of like an oven mitt. Mm-hmm. You're gonna burn your hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, these emergencies that they're talking about are emergencies that could happen in your average school day. Mm-hmm. Like such as like a bear attack. Yeah, exactly. Such as your you know run of the mill bear attack. Uh, earthquakes, tornadoes, you know, daily stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then also Chandra is throwing a party tonight, Ren, and it's going to be huge. You're going, right? I'm going to Chandra's party. Party? Well, I would, but this morning I got a massive zit. Bryce, why don't you just glue a book to your face? And do uh, vaudeville uh, mime humor. Yeah, I'll do that for a bit, but it's not going to be a long-term thing. I did not like Moses' plot this segment. I thought it was fine. This was they, like, the weak link of the episode for yeah, me. Yeah, they needed something for her to do. Like, zit, whatever. I, I actually thought it would have been... once. Like, I thought it, Ned's tip was setting her up to fail. And, mm-hmm. like, the zit moral would be, like, just don't play with it. Yes. And I thought that would have been a funnier outcome. Mm-hmm. But I felt like Moses underutilized this first segment. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's because they they were trying to kind of connect the first and the second segment. And they probably knew what they wanted her to do for the second segment. And it was... It's so specific to the second segment, you can't set it up in the first. Yeah. Yep. There was nothing that they could have done in the first segment. So instead, they just... Let's have Moses have a zit. And then... Uh, go so far as have Ned give us tips about how to handle zits, which was <laughs> the whole segment. Why waste it here in the emergency episode? The episode all about emergency drills. We're gonna get Ned saying, "So if you have a zit, is it like is it because zits are considered a, an emergency?" I think this was just thoughtless on the writer's part. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I just refuse to believe that they this isn't a mistake. Because pimples and zits, it's such, like, a quintessential growing up thing. Yeah. Like, why? Why waste it on one little C-plot in one segment? Yeah. 
Um, you're right. They could have done like a whole episode about, um, I don't know, just like maturing, right? Like had they could have done this Moe's has a zit storyline, but then yeah. also like cookie smells. Well, they already kind of did cookie smells, but like they could do cookie well, it was smells more like again. He doesn't want to smell. Yeah. Not like he has a natural smell. Yes. Or like and, and like going on that ro- note, like maybe Ned's upset that he's still short or something. Yeah. Yeah. All of that makes sense. Um. But we don't get that. Uh, instead, Moses is going to have a zit. And then, uh, yeah, Mr. Monroe is going to be giving some advice for if you see a bear, what to do. Uh, are you, Simply yeah, call animal control. Are you happy that we get boomer vibes for this finale? It's it's a uh, I, I feel like they did it for us. Mm-hmm. They knew in, in 2005. They knew Bryce and Ren were going to need the boomer link. Yeah. They're going to want to see some bear content. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was more um, more community-esque, more like it's a bear dance than... Um... Bear down for midterms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I felt it was more deeply connected to, to something along those lines than uh, Boomer the Bear. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a funny comparison. Yeah. Uh, and so Ned Ned's goal is going to be to ask Susie to Chandra's party tonight. So Ned's storyline will be about asking Susie. Moses is going to be about I have a zit. And then what is Cookie going to be up to? Um, well, you see, there's going to be a fire drill. And Cookie is going to be out in the hallway. And he's going to be like, if this were a real emergency, we'd all be dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cookie's which, like flat out panics as soon as he yeah. realizes things are too slow. Yeah, which kind of... Um, confuses me why they're waiting in line in the hallway um in a fire drill well you want so in in a fire drill generally mm-hmm. it's polite to kind of wait and let the fire heat up a bit yeah because otherwise what's the point you know it's, mm-hmm. there's no tension it's not fun you know oh you oh look yeah i got out of the, i got out of the burning building before it caught on fire you know mm-hmm. you, you sound like a loser like, you want to oh, have this story I waited until it heated up mm-hmm. then i ran out you know that's cool everyone likes you now yeah well, I mean, there's there's a really good episode of Arthur where, um, like, Arthur's dad is, like, in a fire or something like that, and Arthur has, like, PTSD or something. Oh, that's the 9-11 episode. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a fantastic episode. It is a fantastic um, episode. Now, I, kind of what happens here, um, <laughs> in a, a little bit of a way, where Cookie is, he's really worried, and then he's scared that if a real emergency happens... Um, that's it. He's done for. So he's going to need uh, someone who's better prepared for an emergency. That's when he, he sees Gordy in like a tin foil suit walking down the hall. And Cookie immediately just goes with Gordy. There's no conversation between them. He um, just follows him. He just follows him. And then they go into Gordy's closet. And Gordy's like, I'm ready for any emergency. And you know Which, how we can tell he's telling the truth? How? He has an ICBM missile. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> an icbm missile like big big uh gun it's like an it's it's an intercontinental ballistic missile it's a mm-hmm. missile with a minimum range of 3400 miles primarily designed for nuclear weapons delivery, <laughs> delivering one or more thermonuclear warheads <laughs> so gordy has a nuke pretty much <laughs> in his office along with weasel trank bear trank and shark twink uh trank do you so. think we're gonna see payoff for the ICBM missile later in the series? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> we'll see some beautiful payoff there. Yeah, Cookie is going to. 
um he pretty much pitches to gordy he's like hey i'm gonna want an escape like a way to get out in case of an emergency from any location uh gordy is thinking oh he wants a monorail i could go for a monorail you know like an in-school monorail to get between classes just kind of sit down wait for the red line to show up (laughs) (laughs) Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's not bad. I mean, in, in middle school, is that going to be necessary? In in case of an emergency, the monorail is what's going to do it? You know what? Probably not. We should go with a tunnel system. Definitely. Yeah, uh, an elaborate tunnel system that connects every room to the outside. You know, that's how the French uh, catacombs started out. The catacombs? Yeah, they weren't actually like a catacombs for dead people, mm-hmm. but like an underground school system because Cookie wanted to get out of French class. People got lost down there. That's why the skulls are there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time someone gets lost, they just huddle up with the closest skull, so they just kind of naturally fade in. Yes. It's yeah. like an auto system thing. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, is it like a requirement uh, there for like when someone dies, they have to like uh, bring the skull to the catacombs to like continue to build it? Yeah. Yeah. All French people eventually go back to the catacombs. Mm-hmm. Um. Mr. Wright, so his uh, emergency plan is going to be about earthquakes. And again, no one's going to take it seriously. So the kids are not really about emergency day. Right, Red? Yeah, I mean, this feels like they're uh, all very distracted today. They're kind of out of it. Yeah, Chandra has her party. That's all the kids can talk about. So they don't really care about it. Uh, Mr. Wright is going to take things up a notch. Before he does that, we're going to see Moe's, who is holding a notebook against her face. It's uh, like, uh, did you ever hide your pimples with notebooks? No. No, that's a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort. Especially when you hot glue it on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that... that you can assume she, like, super glued it, right? Yeah, so she's holding it there, and Ned's like, so you, you know you can't hold that there all day, because then you can't do things with your hands. And Moses is like, yes, I can. And you expect her to just, like name a list or whatever and then have that happen but so she starts to demonstrate it she's like see i can write and she takes her hand away and the notebook just floats like next to her face um i said good bit ren i think i think you're down on it i am down on it i i didn't like it that much i i was kind of like eh. yeah i i liked it i thought it was, it was wait to utilize mo's quirky unexpected uh so she has that there and she's like see i can do just about everything and i can even mime like look i'm stuck in a box and ned's gonna be like oh i gotta go talk to Susie. uh you stay here and she's like why would i go anywhere i'm in a box uh yeah i don't know i thought it was moses isn't usually like funny she's she's usually I mean, I, like I, I this straight man any different this episode if we're drawing a baseline for her humor i liked it i thought it was they showed that mose can be funny the comedy is easy, Bryce. Co- yes, comedy is is a very easy thing, and Mo showed us that tonight. Give me some Mosley drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Wright is gonna turn up the earthquake simulator. He's gonna tell everyone to get under the desk. Uh, no one's gonna react, and then he's gonna turn up the earthquake in- intensity to like movie style. It's Hollywood disaster movie mm-hmm. mode. And so the school is essentially gonna fall apart. I'm surprised that Gordy's nuke doesn't go off. Um, in this moment. Or that the tunnel system collapses in 127 hours. <laughs> Cookie has to has to saw off part of his arm to get out. Um 
No, so instead, uh, Ned's gonna go walk over to Susie as the earthquake is taking place and say, Hey, uh, will you go to Chandra's party with me? Will a goat drink hearty green tea? <laughs> yeah, Susie has a hard time hearing because of the earthquake. And so she's gonna, her chair's gonna, like, roll her out of the room. Yeah, the earthquake rumbles her out. Yeah, which is kind of scary. I mean, she looked like she was having, she looked like she was laughing at first. Uh, yeah, I guess she was having fun. But, like, you know, maybe if the chair keeps going, then what? How do you stop? Well, she definitely stops, because we see her out of the chair later. That's true. So at one point, um... The horror had to end eventually. Yeah. <laughs> the... <laughs> do you know what I, oh, that made me think of? I love, uh, are you a Gremlins fan? I've seen the first one. Okay, that's all, all that matters. Okay. There's a scene in the first Gremlins where the gremlins break into an old lady's home and she has like that chair, the electric chairs on the stairwell <laughs> and they rewire it. And so she sits down at the bottom and it goes really fast and she goes flying out. Like it goes up the stairs and then breaks off of it and goes through a window and she flies out of it. I think it's great. Red. I think it's comedy gold. It's really good. No one talks about it though. Bryson Ren and gremlins. Well, no, no, I don't. Not the whole, just that scene. Just that's Bryson Renan, just that scene from Gremlins. <laughs> yeah, the like thirty seconds. I think we could do an hour and a half on that. We probably could. Like a, we'll do like a second by second. Mm-hmm. Uh, breakdown. Yeah, yeah. What's happening in this exact clip? Um, Gordy and Cookie. We're gonna get an update on them. They've dug a hole into the study room, which is it's disappointing. Really because they started in the study room. And uh, if you look at the physics of it, the hole is in the ground. So it looks like they dug down and then somehow like to the left and up and then around again. So. So they, there must be like some thick block of wall that mm-hmm. once you dig underneath the school, you can dig up into the wall and mm-hmm. that wall brings you back up to, like, the rest of the walls where the rest of the school is. That's the only logical way I can explain it. Well, because the only other thing I can think of is if the room is towards the outside of the school, and then the school is in in a ditch. Does that make sense? Like, they built the school on a ditch. Well, in a ditch. In a ditch. So the, the land behind it and to its side is up against the building. So it meets, like, the ceiling. At least on the first floor. So there, so there's like a little mountain that we can't we can't see <laughs> yes. behind the school. Yes, creates the ditch, and that's where Gordy and Cookie accidentally dig into, and then dig up and around. Well, that's the only way to explain it, so I have to concede to it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I love this. They, because <laughs> not only so first they're like, oh, uh, we finally made it outside, and oh, it's study hall. We didn't make it outside. And then it zooms out to see that that's also where they started. This uh, this whole segment <laughs> reminded me of when they tried to do the big bounce on the bus. Yeah, it's the same type of deal. It is. Uh, this sto- the whole storyline here is the, the same type of thing. Um, everyone in study hall is going to stare at them, obviously. And then Mose is now going to wear a bag on her head, which is when the Zit storyline uh, is officially uh, a little bit too much. Yeah, I like the. Uh, th- this could have been the scene to turn it around for me. 
if Ned's tip went wrong, it would have been bad. Off. Yeah, and instead it it's Ned he gives two like played completely straight. He gives two zit tips, and then later we see Moe's, and Moe's is like, "Hey, your tips worked," and Ned's like, "Great," and that's it. End of story. It feels so out of place, and I don't know. Like I, I get where you're coming from with appreciating mm-hmm. the Moe segment, because I know when you say that, like, it's a it, the show is you know giving her an opportunity to be funnier. It 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 is a fundamental difference between how she's been portrayed up to this point, because mm-hmm. she mainly gets the more like down to earth stories where she has to play the straight man. Yeah. Yep. Like, she's not the one telling the jokes. She's funny, but she's reacting. Yeah, the chaos is often around her. She's not the chaos. So I, I understand completely your mm-hmm. point of view. Yeah, and I want to be I want to be clear. It wasn't... Um, it's not the storyline that I liked. It was just strictly, like, that scene with the notebook. Yeah. Okay. Because um, the storyline was... It, it's tired. Yeah. Um, so she... We also do see the zit. She finally takes the bag off, and we see that it's it's tiny. I liked that it wasn't that bad, mm-hmm. like in a logistical sense, because it, ma- it makes sense to kind of catastrophize those little things. Yeah. Your younger audience, that it's not something to make a big deal about. It's probably easier for like the makeup department, too. Yeah, but it's also not very funny. It doesn't lead to any humor besides mm-hmm. Ned's immediate reaction. Yep. Yeah. It has no consequence in the next segment. Cause it doesn't matter. Done, like uh, Moe's is a little pimple in the first segment, and then it gets real bad. It gets bigger. Because that's a bit more relatable and mm-hmm. realistic. You try to do something to help it and it just gets worse. Yeah. You mess it up completely. Um, Ned is going to see Susie talking with Seth in the hall. And so Ned is going to run over um, to try to talk to her. But unfortunately, Chopsaw is going to pull out a giant fan. Uh, when Uncle Twisty comes to town, get down and stay away from glass. He's going to scream as Ned is blown away uh, from Susie. And then a cow hits him. Yeah, reference to the Bill Paxton film Twister. Cowster. Mm-hmm. That was that was the first uh, DVD, right? Twister. Yes. Yeah, it was the first DVD. Little piece of movie history for all our movie buffs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Bill Paxton and the Bucky. girl. Who's the girl? Bill in Twister. Yeah. Find out. Uh. They don't like each other. Helen Hunt? Real life. Yeah, Helen Hunt. Thank you. Yeah, they don't like each other in real life. So then when Universal made the made a Twister like attraction, they uh, contractually had to do it, but they refused to do it together. So they had to film them in like two separate locations and then splice it together. So it looks like they're next to each other. That's like uh, what they had to do with Lindsay Lohan's in Parent Trap. Yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan refused to be on set with Lindsay Lohan. So they had to splice them together via the like, three. Ren, how did they do that movie? Parent Trap? Oh my gosh. It's unreal how good it is. Like, if you notice really carefully mm-hmm. during scenes where they're together, there's like a line in the middle of the screen that shows how their universes are split. It's incredible. <laughs> but there's only one Lindsay. There's only one. Well, from our, from our perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, Gordy is going to drill into the ground. And him and Cookie are going to fall through the floor because they're on the second floor. Do we skip stuff? Uh, we did, yeah. I skipped two things by accident. Okay. Um, Chopsaw's going to pour scalding hot coffee on his arm. 
All right, there we go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was good. Yeah, all the teachers um, are going to recognize that the kids aren't taking the day seriously, so they, they got to put a real disaster together. Um, so I liked Shopsop pouring the coffee, but it was a little bit insensitive because of that McDonald's case. Uh, let me look up when that McDonald's case happened. It was definitely before this. Well, I want to I want to see if like how close it is though. Yeah, if it was like an homage or like a like we stand by you or like we support you or was it more of like in jest? All right. So uh, the McDonald's case happened in 1994. Yeah, like, they could have been as like a 10 year anniversary thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like a Ned's declassified stands with McDonald's. Yeah. No. 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 McDonald's was in the wrong. Well, I know they were in the wrong. But it, okay, classified stands with McDonald's. Stands with McDonald's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, I believe that week there was a special Happy Meal toy, and it was um, just uh, chop saw with an interactive. Like if you poured hot water on him, it would reveal like a special clue on his arm. Let's see what the Happy Meal toy was for October 2005. It's definitely not Chop Saw pouring hot, hot water for a secret clue. That's for sure. So uh, early October, it was Tack the Great Juju Challenges. Yeah, Tack and, and the Power of Juju. Alexander. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, late October was Chicken Little. Um, they should have stuck with Tack. Should have stuck back. To back. Mm, yeah, they should have stuck with Tack and the Power of Juju. Uh, so Ned now, so Ned is going to redirect traffic, leaving Susie's classroom. So Susie has to walk up to him. Right. This is fine. This is the scene that Mo shows up and she's like, "Hey, my face is fine." And Ned's like, "Cool." Yeah. Just completely brush it under the. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when we get. Uh, Gordian cookie drilling from the second floor onto the first floor and falling right next to Ned in which uh, after they land Gordy declares good thing we had those hard hats on and then he gets hit in the head with a hard hat yeah I thought it was pretty funny yeah this is you know same type of shenanigans as the the big bump and then uh, Susie is going to say yes Ned to... won. He got, he got the big victory. Yeah. Did you think this was it? This was like, oh, they're finally finally a thing. It's going to no. happen here. I did not think this was going to be it. <laughs> yeah. I knew immediately something was going to have to go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Susie's going to say, yes, Susie and Ned are officially going to Chandra's party together. Everything is great. And that's when Mr. Wright screams that there's a bear loose in the hall. <laughs> For a second, I thought it was going to be a real bear, actually. Which would have been fine. You know, we've I seen... I would have been completely okay with that. Yeah, we've seen a, a live bear or two in our days, Ren. That would have been fine here. Uh, instead, no, it is it is a very obvious bear costume, but the kids don't know that. They run. Ned, Cookie, and Moe's are going to run into Gordy's closet. That's yeah, when Gordy's... His emergency closet. Yeah, he has a closet within his closet of emergency like snacks and a disco ball. And an emergency radio. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so they're going to go in there while Gordy is, he's like, this is my moment. He takes the bear tranquilizer. He's going to go shoot it. He accidentally shoots himself instead. It's so scary. Uh, 
Dren, did you see this coming? It was a big prank. It was a prank. No, I didn't see it coming. It was yeah. the teachers all along. The teachers pranked the kids. Monroe uh, was there. Monroe was the bear. And uh, Durga comes out from somewhere. She's like, wow, next time uh, we should take emergencies more seriously. And that's so, when... Uh, if, you, if you were one of those kids, would you just mm -hmm. hug the wall and let the bear murder you? Yeah, so that's wild. So the reason why they say this is because... Um, they do have students who are hugging the wall and screaming. <laughs> Absolutely terrified of the bear. That's their approach. They're not even going to... Uh, they freeze. There's no fight or flight. It's just freeze. Um, Red, I loved half-tranked Gordy here. Um, shooting Monroe in the bear costume with the tranquilizer. Yes, I loved it too. <laughs> it was very good. Um, <laughs> At first, I didn't... I, so I watched the episode twice. Okay. First time around, I did not like his "this porridge is too hot" line. Second time around, it actually resonated with me a bit. Yeah, it was good. It was good. He says this porridge is too hot, like an action movie. Then he, he shoots, shoots Monroe. Shoots Monroe. Monroe says Yogi's got a boo boo. And then he collapses, passes out. Oh man! Uh, and who would have thought? Cookie, Ned, and Moe's are trapped in the emergency closet, leaving Ned to miss the biggest party of the year. What a uh, what a, what a twist of fate for Ned. My yeah. favorite little detail about this little scene, though, at the end, is uh, the revelation that the emergency radio is a literal radio that just plays music. <laughs> yeah, Cookie's jamming to uh, the local radio station instead of trying to get help. Yeah, how long are they in there, do we think? Until either the night guy comes or the next morning. The night, I don't think there is a night guy. Gordy leaves it to the night guy. No, I know, I know. I don't think that there's a night guy. Not tonight. At all. You don't think there's a night guy at all? No. You think Gordy is lying through his teeth? Correct. I think there's going to be a night guy. Um, all right, let's look at these tips, Ren. All right, all right. Tip number 532.86Z. Chill out a pimple with ice. Does this does this actually work? Put a pimple on ice. Let's see. Apparently, it does help. Well, I I know it helps. It at the very least helps reduce the redness. It's like a three-hour help. That's what Ned says. Three-hour help. So. Which one does Moe's do? Moe's is like, I follow the tips. We get this tip, and then we get cover it up with some makeup. Which one is Moe's actually going to do? I think she did the ice one. Or maybe she did both. Um, Iced it, then she covered it up with makeup? I guess so. Yeah, so maybe, like, if she... I, I feel like the makeup one is bad, because sometimes they can get, like, greasy. Like, it needs yeah, to be, like, yeah. specific makeup. Chill it out with ice is... Like, I did that. It would help sometimes. Uh, I feel like it is a good tip, though. Like a like a B? I feel like it's an A. All right. Yeah. Uh, but cover it up with some makeup, I think, is a not as good of a tip. Mm -hmm. so... Temporary solutions. Yeah. Lasting I think more of like a B or something. All right, we can go with B. Um, and then the other one uh, is that we get in this episode. The other tip in this emergency-based episode is don't panic. <laughs> 
you know, it, just like uh, in a general life sense, mm-hmm. if you're walking down the street, don't panic. Don't panic. Someone's coming up to you. Don't panic. Just chill out. You know, relax. Mm-hmm. Calm down. Hey, don't stop panic. it. Chill, chill out. Can you don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> don't panic. So, like, um, if Ed came up to you, just going, yeah. "Don't panic." Don't panic. That was the first thing he said. Would you panic? Yeah, I mean, don't panic is what you say, like, when you're about to drop a bombshell on someone. If someone tells me don't panic, don't it's fine that something bad is going to happen. <laughs> it's either, like, either in the heat of the moment, if you're being told don't panic, it's like, uh, no, like, uh, there's a shark uh, that's on fire coming at me, like, I'm going to panic. Or it's like, don't panic, but, and it's warning you about something that you should panic about. There will be a fire shark coming at <laughs> Uh, this is a bad tip. This is an F. Yeah, let's go to F. Okay. Uh, all right, Red. Uh, are you ready to talk about the late bus? Let's hop on the late bus. Yes. So the late bus comes to us after uh, multiple episodes of very straightforward, like uh, topics, right? Yeah. We have like gym, we had like homework, we had uh, like best friends. We, uh, the late bus is not, doesn't feel like it fits in. It's like an event episode, like the dance. 1,010% it is. You know, these are like the Avengers movies of Ned's Declassified. Mm-hmm. There, there's it the is. episode, you're watching all the other episodes to get to these. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, this was a great segment. <laughs> It was, I thought it, it was much, much stronger than the first segment. It hit on all cylinders. Um, we'll get to it, but everything... I, I already praised Cookie, um, but everything with yeah. Cookie was just spot on here. Um, and Loomer was really front and center. I liked that. I liked that they brought Loomer into the mix for the finale. Yeah, yeah so we... Um, and it kind of follows up, remember, la- uh, was it last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about how we wished that the show had allowed Loomer asking Ned about Moe's to really get fleshed out? I think and that's actually what this last is. week, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what this episode is. The segment is Loomer does ask Ned. Um, Ned doesn't run away scared. And they, uh, they reach an agreement, right? Yeah, Ned's going to help him out. And in exchange, Loomer will not bully him for an entire no, year. No, so let's just uh, quickly set up the episode so we can get there. Okay. Um, pretty much the Sweeney of all, t- of all teachers <laughs> announces that the bus, bus nine broke down. So a replacement bus is coming. Um, Ned's going to say, like, don't just sit here like this. Um, use this time wisely, pretty much. So we see multiple different ways that this time is being used wisely, including a uh, game called Pie Kick Field Goal. Yeah, one of Ned's uh, first tips is to create a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other ideas in that vein, if your bus is ever late, you could, you know, create some new, like, thoughts of moral theory. Mm-hmm. Like, new philosophical ideas. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, Einstein's theory of relativity happened because bus, uh, his bus that day broke down. Isn't it convenient that all our main characters live on the same bus route? Yeah, I did think that was very convenient. Not even, like, our main characters, but like, the, heck, the supports are there, too. Path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. everyone lives on the same block yeah well maybe it's a we don't really know where the show takes place right so maybe it's like a bigger city and it like is sectioned out only into like a few like there's only a few buses one bus per grade yeah 
I thought this was uh, was great here. So, pie kick field goal, Ren. Is this a game you would want to play? If I were the one kicking. Okay. Um, you wouldn't want to get a pie kicked at your face. I don't want to get pied. Even if it's coconut cream? Especially not coconut cream. Yeah. I hate coconut. <laughs> I do too. I do too. It's pretty sick. It's nauseating. Mm-hmm. It's like eating hair. It's like fruit mm-hmm. hair. It has like that gross crunch. Mm. Crunchy hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah coconut and like crunchy hair. Ned also says that this is also, you can also take the time to apologize to someone who is upset that you stood them up. Um, because, you know, going off the last segment, these two segments are connected. Ned just stood Susie, his dream girl, up. And she doesn't like him anymore. No, no, Thinks it's a little creep. So Ned kind of uh, is worse off than Seth Powers. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Seth Powers uh, at least showed up when he asked her to the dance. I mean, I, I feel like Susie's response is warranted. Yeah, oh, for sure it is. Ned, Ned stood her up, and now he has this excuse about being trapped in a locker overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, she's not stupid. Yeah, I was trapped in Gordy's emergency closet. I survived because um, I had emergency food. Mm-hmm. And yeah. emergency radio with a disco ball. Yeah, there's a lot of red flags there. Uh, oh, have you seen that, like, the Twitter meme? Yeah, I have seen that. Okay, where, like, people say, like, uh, blah, 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 and then, like, the red flag emoji? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I was getting, uh, I got... Uh, Domino's, and when I got Domino's, uh, I got a push notification from Pizza Hut that said, if you're not ordering pizza from the hut, what are you doing? And then the red flag. Did you feel embarrassed? Well, it was just like, it was one of those things where it was good timing. But like, were you still excited to get Domino's? Yeah, yeah. So it didn't like discourage you? It didn't discourage me, no, I just thought it was whimsical. And the ad didn't work? Well, it kind of did, I mean, here I am talking about it. But like, you didn't get Pizza Hut? No. No, I just don't live close enough to one. If oh, I did, so that would that would be it. Would that would have it changed your opinion? Mm-hmm. I don't really so like Domino's that much. Yeah, no, it's not not my my preferred of like the chains. But you know, when it's closer, the distance matters. So, um, what else? Uh, if your bus is late, you can do homework. Ned says. Yeah, um, or. What Ned's going to do is he's going to help Loomer. Like we said, Loomer wants uh, to pretty much get Moe's to like him. And Ned thinks that maybe Loomer scares people. Which he does. Why would he think that? Yeah, I don't know. This boy is an angel. He had a halo. He did have yeah, he had a little animated halo on his head at <laughs> one point here. Yeah, Loomer. Uh, so the deal has been written up by one Claire Sawyer future lawyer. Love her. <laughs> um, it's nice your st- contract coming in. Yeah, it's your standard boilerplate bully-breaking um, contract where Loomer will not bully Ned for a full year if Loomer um, will go to the mall with Jennifer. Right. It's like pretty much that, that's the groundwork. Yeah. Uh, so Ned spends this episode helping Loomer be more like him. And if it's more like him, maybe Moe's is going to like, you know, that nicer looking Loomer. It's uh, interesting how the show mm-hmm. explicitly says that Ned's making Loomer more like him to help Moe's like him. But like, it's not really commented on. No. 
Yeah, it's very. I didn't even really put it together till I just said it out loud. That <laughs> Ned is making Loomer more like Ned, so Moe's will like him because it's something I only realized watching it mm. a second time. Yeah, uh, Cookie announces an after-hours tour of school. So this is um, Cookie's plot line here. Uh, he's gonna announce it to a group of sad sacks sitting on a bench, including Coconut Head having a conversation with Seth Powers. What were they talking about, Red? The nuances of man and what determines <laughs> evil. Like, I just... Coconut Head is such a paranoid being, and Seth <laughs> Powers is such a space cadet, uh, that the two of them having a conversation, I would love to sit in on. I really feel like it inexplicably would be a meeting of the minds. <laughs> like just one of those pairings that they bring out the best in each other yes intellectually and emotionally yeah so gordy's going to um let cookies tour group into the school uh gordy's holding a giant mallet here which it makes more sense in a second but i liked it when it didn't make sense i we haven't seen uh as many gordy randomness lately no like him showing up in his tux yeah <laughs> <laughs> Gordy's got like seven lives and I want to know all of them. Yeah, uh, so Cookie is going to point out how Gordy spends his after hours chasing the weasel. Uh, we'll see a trap later that Gordy built for the weasel. Um, all right, and Moses' storyline here. Much Press, better. I have a question for you. Yeah. Isn't the Orchid and Gumbo Club awesome? <laughs> Weird. Uh, I mean, I, I like it a lot. I, I'm actually rereading it right now. Really? Mm -hmm. I usually never reread books, but I'm also rereading The Orchid and Gumbo Club. Gumbo Club. Red, you know what? I don't know why I'm thinking of it. Um, and it might be maybe the name of the show that the it's from is similar. Remember the um, <laughs> uh, the acting class, the skit with the money? <laughs> what? Which one? The, uh, the acting class that UTA'd that I was in. Right. Where the two people did this skit, um, about Mahjong. Oh my god, the Mahjong one! And then, what was that? Because the, the name of that one was something club that it was, like, from, or something like that. Oh, god damn it, let me look it up. I don't know. But the two girls play Mahjong, and then uh, they included a $10 bill as a prop. Man. Uh, and I'm not giving it any justice at all. So anyone who's watching, who isn't, or who's listening, who isn't Ren, who doesn't have the context, um, this is gibberish. This doesn't make any sense. And I know it's not funny, so I'm sorry. But, um... <laughs> but it is funny if you know, if you know the play. <laughs> But uh, I don't have access to my Leslie email. Yeah, I just imagine that that's what Je uh, Jennifer and Moe's here are reading. So Moe's is meeting a new person who we've never seen before. A new girl whose name is Jennifer. And they're both rereading the same book. That's how they initially connect. Uh, this is interesting because, Ren, what was Moe's big goal of the season? Moe's wanted to find a female friend. And here we go. And get Jennifer. I, uh... I liked that this was resolved. Me too. Yeah. And I like, I liked how I like, um, even I like that this is resolved here, but then I like how it plays out in this segment. Um, all right. So Ned is going to give some tips to Loomer. It's kind of weird 
um, I don't know if you caught this. Some of the tips that Ned gives are like formal tips, mm-hmm. and then others, like other advice that he gives, are not classified as like formal tips. I, like I noticed, this segment was kind of weird. Yeah, it was weird. Weird to yeah. the right word. Yeah, it was strange. Um, so Ned gives some tips, including like Loomer's got to dress better. Uh, a boy for clothes. Yeah, uh, Ned. <laughs> Ned suggests Loomer dresses more like that guy. He just points his, at a, a student passing, and Loomer says, "Hey, you!" And then off screen, we see we hear like fighting sounds, and then Loomer comes back in that boy's clothing. Uh, <laughs> then the boy runs off in his underwear. Yeah. Uh, do you think that that boy had to get on the late bus like that, or did his parent pick him up? Well, we don't see him on the late bus, okay. but he could have saved face by <laughs> buying two cookie shirts. Yeah, that's true. Tying one around his waist and wearing the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ned's going to... Okay, no, no, no. So before that, uh, the tour, Cookie's tour, is going to stop by Coach Durga's office. Did you uh, happen to catch what the man on the TV said? No, what do you say? Watching? He says, I'm just a handsome man. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so Durga's watching some soaps. Mm-hmm. She's watching some soaps. She's knitting. She's crocheting. Uh, and then she notices that they're all all the students are looking at her and she screams, Cook, are you giving that tour again? That's like, really the scene for me. Me too. Uh, implying that Cookie has, does this on the regular. <laughs> How did Cookie get all the insight to know like where the best stops are? Gordy. Gordy, yeah. yeah He's not buying info off Gordy. Um... What else? Uh, Susie's gonna walk by Ned, and Ned's gonna, like, try to talk to her and fail. Uh, while doing that, he's trying to get Loomer to laugh, trying to teach Loomer that um, it feels good to laugh, so he should practice his <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Did you like Loomer's laugh here? Loomer struggles. Loomer's isn't suffering funny laugh. I did yeah. like his laugh. <laughs> he's trying to figure out how to laugh. Uh, and Loomer points out that girls don't like Ned. Ned is not. It's probably the smartest thing Loomer said in episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's true. Uh, back to the tour, we get the boys checking out the girls' room, and the girls checking out the boys' room. They walk out. Uh, Lisa Zemo says, "Finally, a tour that shows you what you actually want to see." What do middle What do middle school girls love more than anything, Bryce? Two words: to... urinal cakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All comes together. Man. Uh, <laughs> that all makes sense. You know, like, I was always told that the girls' room had a couch in it. That's what the office told me. Yeah, and I still don't know if that's true or not. Like, not, like, in high school and in middle school, I was told that. It has to be true. It has to they be. They wouldn't lie to you twice no. in school. No. Um. Alright, Ned tells Loomer... Uh, girls appreciate guys who appreciate nice stuff. Loomer eats some flowers. And then Loomer panics as Moe's approaches. So he spits out the flowers and practices his laugh. While Ned yeah, goes... I like it. I yeah. like the, the flowers spilling <laughs> out of his mouth as he laughs. Because he ate so many before. <laughs> Just can't contain all the flower petals in his mouth. And then Moe's is going to introduce Jennifer to Ned. And Jennifer... <laughs> right, this is so good. This is so good. Jennifer I will introduce this. Ned to Ted and Mookie. Red, <laughs> is there a uh, a Ben and uh, like Rice out there somewhere? 
<laughs> ben and Rice and Corey in the house. Mm-hmm. Or be, I guess it'd be that's so Ben and Rice and Raven. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, and the alter egos—they <laughs> looked so good. Should we do an April Fool's episode called Ben and Rice, where <laughs> I do the recap? Sure. Of- <laughs> and then I provide the color commentary. Yeah, yeah. sounds fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like, um, like, I would watch an entire episode that doesn't address, like, that it's not Ned Mose and Cookie, but it's Jennifer, Ted, and Mookie. I'd happily see more of Ned, Mookie, and Jennifer. <laughs> uh, okay, and then, uh, what's his name, Ren? Um, Cro- Loomer Sidekick? It's Crony. Crony, thank you. Crony is going to ask Cookie if there's anything scary on the tour, and Cookie says, don't worry, we got you. <laughs> you write down the lyrics? We're teachers, we're teachers. Put your butt in the bleachers. <laughs> we really want to meet you and teach you all our features. <laughs> and it's it's all of the teachers um, in what I believe is the room that Talent Palooza was set up in. Yeah. (laughs) They're all in there, and it's all of the teachers. It's, like, Durga, it's, like, the Spanish teacher that Cookie was in love with, Um, Monroe, Wright, Sweeney. Chopsaw. Chopsaw, they're all in there, they're all rapping. And um, Cookie says uh, they've actually gotten better since they got a professional rap teacher. Ren, who is this? Bryce, this is Lil Romeo. From the um, Romeo show. Of the Lil Romeo show, another Nickelodeon show. Um, the Nickelodeon cameo. It's time for the Romeo show in the Romeo house. That's all I got. But that's the theme song, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, I believe it's Hey Yo, Watch It Flow. It's time for the Romeo show in the Romeo house. No, it has, yeah, that off. sounds right. You know, okay. I've said Romeo a few times, but that seems like it would be it. Yeah. Um, uh, did he seem green screened into you? Yeah, he did. Because the angle, he was interacting yeah. with everyone. It was, uh, it was incorrect. But this was like Nickelodeon product placement yet again. I don't like these little moments. I, I think the teacher's rapping is funny. Yeah. Lil Romeo coming in for Less a little funny. bit, uh, you know, cross merchandising. No, get it out of here. I don't, I'm not interested in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny for me. It's fun. Get out of here. I'm not interested in this. Go home, <laughs> Romeo. Go home, little Romeo. Your yeah. career's done. Yeah. Uh, season one or two, how many seasons did it get? Let's see. Uh, no, let's... don't Google. Don't Google. Don't Google? All right, I'm guessing no. two. Two? Okay. Yeah. Now you can Google. All right, now I can Google. Romeo yeah. show. What the? Mm-hmm. I, I, would... uh, I guess his show is just called Romeo with an exclamation point. Uh, mm, it lasted yeah. three seasons. It got three whole seasons. Damn. I watched some of it. I couldn't tell you a single episode. Me too. I also watched some of it. Yeah. Maybe after this, we'll explore it. Bryce and Ren and Romeo. Romeo in the house. <laughs> that'll, really, that'll get a real good audience going, Ren. Um, yeah, a big fan of the rapping teachers. I want more of this. I hope that it comes back in some capacity. Um, Jennifer is going to leave. She has to go. Her uh, dad's here to pick her up. Um, she's not on the bus, but her, her dad's just late. Yeah. Um, Moses is like, well, Jennifer, I'll see you Monday. And that's when Jennifer says, oh, I'm actually moving to Paraguay. 
you know how it goes. It's, yeah, you know. Paraguay gonna Paraguay. And so instead, Jennifer's gonna recommend that you hang out with Susie. I loved this little yeah. turnaround. And so Jen, uh, Mose looks at Susie. They do their, uh, what is it? Mose crabgrass. Yeah, mostly. do. And then there's like probably a minute scene, Rend. It felt like a minute. I don't know how long it was, but it felt like a minute. This sequence was the hardest <laughs> I laughed the whole episode. It was. They're for, they're like struggling to compliment each other when Susie says that she likes Moses' hair clips, and Moses immediately starts cutting her off and going, "Yeah, they're purple because of the outfit." <laughs> and she's like stammering through her work. It it felt uh, like straight out of uh, Napoleon Dynamite. It's it's perfect comedy. It's like it mm-hmm. nails a conversation between two kids, two awkward kids who yeah. don't know what they want to say to each other. It was it was really fantastic, Ren. Oh, I completely agree. It was it was golden. Uh, highlight of the episode for me, definitely. And also, so it does hint maybe they'll be getting along soon. I really hope so. I really hope that mm-hmm. when season two starts, they're just friends. Yeah, yep. Or maybe we see them progress. Maybe it's a slow progression. Yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. So long as this is acknowledged and we don't go back to the status quo, I think it will be. Yeah, I think it will be. Um, Because this was one of the things that, to me, felt like finale-esque about it, is that it's setting this up. Mm. Um, And then we get uh, Loomer sees Moe's again, and Ned's like, this is your chance, you know, remember the three ends, And Loomer says, right, be nice, be normal, and smile. What's the the third end? Ned. Is it just Ned? Be nice, be normal, be Ned. Be Ned. Okay. Nile. Yeah. Uh, Did you say Nile? I said snile. Snile. Like smile with an N. Or like snick. Yeah, like, you, you remember snick. Mm-hmm. So Loomer, I don't remember <laughs> snick. It was like, was it the after school segment? I, I think it was like the, uh, no, that, it might have been. Was, that was, uh, one for yeah. Uh, so Loomer's gonna go to ask Moe's. Says, hey, she just yells at them. Will you go to the mall with me? Susie turns around, says yes, I'd love to. Ned is upset. Moe's comments, wow, uh, he looks really good. I think even I would have said yes. I love Susie saying as she's walking away that Loomer cleans up well too. He does. It's like the ultimate insult to Ned. Mm-hmm. And then... um. So that's also, to me, is setting up next season. We're going to have Loomer and Susie Crabgrass as an item. Um, Ned's still pining after Susie. Uh, and Loomer maybe will be over Moe's? We don't know. It's a, it's an interesting way to end the season. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe Loomer will be like, oh, Susie's awful. Uh, Ned, help me. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Uh, and we, finally, we get the big finale of the tour. Uh, Gordy's Mousetrap, which is very elaborate, and it's mostly about cleaning the weasel and less about catching the weasel. You want to make sure the weasel looks good wherever <laughs> he's going? Yeah. I feel like he um, he's trying to turn a profit for selling or for sending this, this weasel to Paraguay, but it needs to like look good. Yeah, and I think this is why it fails. Gordy is catching the weasel for the wrong reasons. He is, yeah. So Gordy explains this whole elaborate trap, and then 
uh, he says, and it gets activated by pressing that button. And instead, um, he says that, and then the weasel is there, presses the button. Gordy's outsmarted. The mallet comes, smacks Gordy. Gordy flies into the box, which is to be directly express shipped to Paraguay. The box is then immediately sealed and sent away. What I like, the kids watch. What I like about the elaborate machine is that the button doesn't. Is that the button the weasel presses skips the whole thing? It does. You see none of it happen. <laughs> Gordy immediately gets <laughs> knocked into the box. <laughs> I really think it's what sells the the scene. Would that have happened to the weasel, or do you think it's just because of the different proportions? I think the different proportions are what okay. makes it change. Yeah. Uh, and then Cookie hands out the tour t-shirts. Cookie tour t-shirts. Yeah. They get their shirts, they get on the bus. Uh, Cookie sits in the back with Moe's and Ned. All is well that ends well for this dynamic trio. As, uh, Ned says, well, you know, at least Susie's still going, or at least Loomer's still going to the mall on a date, so at least I'm not gonna get bullied for the next year. <laughs> Claire informs him, uh, sorry, dude. Uh, the deal is off. It wasn't Jennifer. So, you know, sex the suck. And then the bus breaks down. It does, and Norman trembles. Says, Once again? <laughs> looks, looks like we'll be here a while. Who was he last time we saw him? I honest to God do not remember. Yeah, I just remembered talking about Norman trembles. So I was like, okay, he's here again. Imagine being him and knowing that you and I are the only two people in the <laughs> universe that know him for that role. Oh man, Bryce and Ren know me as Norman Trembles. Norman Trembles. Oh it's boy. Terrible. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got a hard voice to, to do. Yeah. I've got the firework factor. Yeah, that's a little bit better. Um so Gordy wakes up in a weasel preserve. In Paraguay. That's that. I guess they could only afford the rights to one country. They could. They could. And that's our, our season one, Ren. Wrapped up. That is it. Uh, Ren, something I would like to do. So next week, you and I are doing Survivor? That's right. Okay, so we're doing Survivor next week. Um, I'm going to remind folks here, if they haven't voted yet, vote now. I'm going to propose that next week with Survivor, we finalize the grades for season one. I was going to propose the same thing. Okay, so rather than, because I feel like if we go through it and do it now, it's like it would just be the same next week. Yeah. Right, so I, I think that we do that next week. Uh, then we do Survivor. We're just doing, um, I'll, I'll figure out the tribes, but we'll, it'll just be Neds, right? It's just Neds, yeah. no Cory this time? Yeah, okay. Neds. So we'll do some Neds, and then... Um, in two weeks, we'll watch Halloween movie yeah. show something. Do we? How many votes have we gotten on that so far? So, uh, if you and I each voted once, which we didn't because we can't vote, but if you and I did, we would have the same amount of votes that would be if you and I both voted. All right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Okay. Um, I'll share it again. Okay. I'll share the link again, so we'll get get a, a couple more votes. Um, but you right now, I, I can't say what's like winning right now. Yeah. So, Ren, anything else? This was fun. Some good Ned's content for the finale. What uh, are see, what are our tips for this segment? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It was glazed over the tip, and we got to rate the episode. Yeah. Um, our tips here. We got uh tip number five thirty nine point pf uh, pkfg free time invent a new game. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> invent a new game? That's invent a lot to ask. A new game. Like, why can't I just play games that were already invented? Bored? Learn a new language. <laughs> Scared? Just stop. But this is like, you have to be creative. Like, this is invent a new game, Ren. And it's not even like a tip to help you invent a new game. No. Yeah, uh, I think it's bad. Um, I give like something a D. Yeah, like a D. Something I did want to say. So the language is, of the tips is alive and well here, Ren. This was, um, again, tip number 539.pkfg, which the PKFG in this case is pie kick field goal. Wow. So um, tip number 533hw, free time, get a jump on homework. Homework, HW. Yeah. Right, you know, um, it's always a good idea to get homework out of the way first. Yeah, this one I, I was thinking as I wrote it. I was like, this is, I think, one of our first actual tips in a while. Um, <laughs> you're never going to, like, the longer you put it off, you know, you'll have to do it. Yeah. So just do it. Just do, do it. it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, don't panic. Just don't do panic. It. Do it. Get a jump on, on homework. I think it's an A. Yeah, let's give it an A. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ren, don't panic. But uh, tip number 729.7, MOB is close, make, or break the man. MOB is make or break. Make or break. All right. Yep. So close, make, or break the man. I mean, if, if you are, you know, trying to impress someone, you're trying to get someone to like you, then yeah, <laughs> dressing nice helps. It's, a, you know, it's, it's good to have a nice looking set of clothes. Yeah. Um, do they make or break the man, though? That's a good question, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It, it, like, a good wardrobe, it can show that you're put together. It shows that you have an eye for style. You know, that's important for style. Yep. But at the same time, you know, it's all, it, the personality is what matters most. But at the, at the same, same time, you know, you, got, you, got, you should dress nice. Yeah. Right, I'm torn. What do you think? Um, do they make or break the man? Um, I think you can be a good person, but I think clothes don't say everything. Mm -hmm. you, so, can, you can still be a good person and dress bad. Yeah, I think it's a C. Okay, let's give it a C. Uh, lastly, <laughs> tip number 169.4G, girls appreciate guys who appreciate nice stuff. Uh, I mean... I guess most people would appreciate people who appreciate nice things. Nice is kind of a nebulous term. Yeah, nice on whose terms? Like, everyone thinks something, like, we all have our different definition of nice. Mm -hmm. You know, like, nice jeans. Those are some nice jeans. You might not think those jeans are that jeans nice. Are not, oh, yeah, those are bad jeans. You know, so, so what's the deal there? Are they nice jeans or not? Um, I think... Girls appreciate guys who appreciate nice stuff. Uh, it's this is, tip is over complicated. It should just be like, I don't know. Uh, get like get a good hobby, like find good interests. Get a, you know get good interests. Mm -hmm. Get good hobbies. Get tip number one sixty nine point four G. Don't panic. Get good hobbies. <laughs> but it should be. Yeah, I don't. It's like a. What do you think? What do we give this? A C? Yeah. You're probably a C. Lackluster. Yeah. Um, that's it. Those are our tips.
I now, think tips were a bit on the light side this episode. Not that yeah. great. Yeah, I think in general the tips are... I, I thought they were going to be like a strong point in episodes, and usually they're like pretty weak. They don't usually support what the episode's actually trying to say. Um, they're very forced in a lot of the time. They are, or they're very obvious, or they're very general. Um, you and I are also like adults and not middle schoolers, so that's, that's a very important detail. Yeah. Also, yeah, I, I, the writers are adults and not middle schoolers. Yes, and a lot of the disconnect comes from the fact that they don't remember what it's like to be in middle school some of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that shows um, when you have tips such as uh, girls. It's like it is Napoleon Dynamite. It's girls only like guys who like night who have a uh, who like what is it? Girls girls only like guys who have hobbies. It's like something Napoleon would tell Pedro. It is. That's a little. I think it's what he says. Right, uh, Red. What do you rate this episode? This was we compared it to the dance earlier, which is one of our highest episodes. Um, but I'm torn a little bit. I- I'm also torn. I don't think it has that same impact or oomph. Nope. The dance. I think it being the finale episode actually works against it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it resolves things well, and it sets up things well. Moe's getting a female friend. Very good. I like it being Susie. That's super funny. Susie being with Loomer. That's a great thread mm-hmm. to set up next season. But, I don't know. Like, I was really hoping the semester or the school year would come to a more definitive close or just something more impactful something that felt like an ending like late bus it works as an ending in the sense that it's something out of the norm for them mm-hmm. and it has that same you know atmosphere as the dance where like things are not as they normally are so it's no. kind of fun you know the status quo has fundamentally changed for a day and we get to see the teachers rap yeah but again it just it doesn't feel like a. It doesn't feel like the note I would want to end the season on. Like if I were watching this live in two thousand five, and this were it, I'd be kind of like, "Oh, really? There's nothing more after this for the rest of the year." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I mean, to me, so I gave crushes slash dances an eight point five. Um, this to me feels like a solid like eight, to me, where it's mm-hmm. not as good, um, as crushes and dances. Those that's episode was just so tight um but i mean late bus to me just really pulled pulled out some some good stuff and it's also like you and i have not been on a streak of good episodes really with the past two we haven't been so this was felt very refreshing to me it was like okay ned's is still good i'm 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 so torn on what i want to rate it Mm -hmm. because i also didn't like the first segment that much talking with you made me appreciate it a bit more yeah but Moses, Moses' section in the first segment just does not land for me. Ren, let me let me again repeat something and see if this changes your mind. Uh, when Uncle Twisty goes to town, <laughs> or comes to town, get down, <laughs> stay away from glass. Come on, <sighs> Chopsaw shouted that at children, and we got Ted and Mookie. <laughs> we did get Ted and Mookie in part two. Orchid and Gumbo Club. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Ah. All right. I'm just give it an eight. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna Brutal. give it a 7.5. Brutal. 
But I I really did like late bus. Yeah. Yeah, if it was just late bus alone, I think it would be like a nine. Yeah, it would be probably a nine. Yeah. So, all right. That's season one. We are uh, not really one third of the way through Ned's because season two and three both have more episodes than season one does. Yeah, I think um, season three has even more than season two does. Yeah, but we are trekking along through Ned's. It feels nice to still to feel like we... It honestly, it has flown by. I can't believe that we are... Uh, we've done season one of Ned's Declassified. I know, isn't it crazy? Yeah. It re- it's... These first 13 episodes have been so much faster than Corey's first 13. Well, because at this point, we were we would have been like one third of the way through Corey, right? We're a quarter of the way through Ned's right now. Yeah. Like, I think almost like exactly 25%. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it's been great, Ren. And it's always good to, to catch up with you. I'm glad that we have this time. Um, I'm glad that you're going to catch up on Succession. Instead of watching more of The Office. I'm, I'm sorry, it just happened. I mean, we've all been there, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I would... I, rewatching The Office with Nicole, I keep thinking how fun it would be for you and I to discuss The Office. I don't think it's, it would be practical to do, like, four years of The no, Office. No, no. But there are just so many storylines and characters I would love to discuss and just, <laughs> you know, chart a course from where they start, how they end, all the madness that happens to them because the the quality ebbs and it flows so mm-hmm. much at the office uh yeah it's it's i really like the office because at least like where it currently is in this point in time because it's on peacock yeah i don't have peacock um and so i and i think there's like what the first like one through something seasons are free something along those lines I think the first three are free yeah um so I don't, but like, I'm not going on to Peacock just to watch that. So yeah. uh, it'll be a long time probably until I watch The Office again, but I rewatched all of it right before it left Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love where it's at now in the world because people, like, I just see quotes and bits and people are highlighting more and more different things that are unappreciated in the show. And like, especially season eight stuff and like season seven stuff which has previously gone unappreciated. Yeah. But there's some real, real good stuff in those seasons. I watched the super fan episodes and I was really surprised. And like the first three seasons of the office, they're the tightest, like it's the tightest made comedy there is. I think as far as sitcoms go, it's just those first three seasons are so mm-hmm. well put together. But they the super good. fan episodes, they add so much depth to the side characters while setting up things that won't happen for years down the line. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of focus that An- just like Angela and Dwight's little romance gets from the very beginning that we simply never saw because it was cut. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, um, I had, I don't think I have them anymore. I had at one point I had the, the set on DVD and they had those, the like, what, what are they called? The fan? Yeah. Like super fan. fan edits. Yeah. So I saw, um, a lot of those stuff. There's a lot that's like on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. for that show that does add add a lot of really fun stuff. So, um, Ren, well, uh, I hope that you uh, enjoy the rest of your week. You too, Bryce. And I hope that to anyone listening, you also enjoy the rest of your week. And we will catch you next week for some Ned's Declassified survival 
survival, survival. guide. Your favorite game, survival. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should be good. I I'll have fun putting together the tribes and stuff, and I can't wait for an absolutely absurd winner. It's gonna be so the RNG. Yeah. Our first survivor was great. It's really fantastic. So, all right, everyone, take care. Have a nice night at the bog. Bye, everyone. Bye. Should we uh, do a quick little bit called Italian Restaurant to get back into the <laughs> right mood? Like uh, Billy Joe? Hey! Scusi paisano, what can I get you? I'm gonna take uh, two uh, calzones. Hey, let me get two calzones extra large right here for this fella. Uh, what about three ninety five? Do you have the Disney movie Luca? Yeah, we got Luca. You want on Blu-ray or DVD? I do uh, digital HD only. Digital HD only. It comes with the Blu-ray. If you get the Blu-ray, it comes. Ah, uh, gabagool.